Hello, Illuminated Souls. I'm Brie Andreoni. And I'm Tina Damore. Welcome to Shamans After Dark. Today, we'll be delving into the topic of womb of winter, stillness and gestation, and what we all might want to individually give birth to in our proverbial spring. What does stillness look like in our lives and why do we need it? Um, This is sort of a callback from our last episode in season one, episode 37, when we talked about sacred rest. But in this episode, we're not going to be talking about rest because that's important to do all year long, right? Whenever we need it. But um, we're going to be talking more about the magic of stillness. You know, we have um, a real rush, rush culture, and it's important to give ourselves permission to slow down and get into the rhythm that is aligned with the external world of nature. That's my opinion and belief. I mean, winter is magical and it brings a sense of stillness. Um, but it's not really still. There's really a lot happening underneath the surface. It's sort of like a pregnant mother. There's not much to see. And there's not much that looks like it's happening besides a slowly growing tummy. You know, when we look at sort of the metaphor of the snow, there, it looks like nothing's happening. But there's a lot happening underneath. And there's so much going on that we don't see. That's right, Tina. You know, I think that really kind of brings us back to this idea of stillness, because not everyone experiences winter as we do here in in Maine, you know, we get the snow and the cold and other places, you know, it just might be cooler temperatures, but you still have lots of green growing things. Um, But maybe things grow more slowly, like they've just slowed down a bit. It's not as abundant as it is during the more, you know, um, times of spring when everything's kind of flush, you're getting more rain, maybe you're getting different, these kind of seasonal changes. Or the spring birds. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) But, you know, again, stillness isn't just about being still. It's about connecting to our breath, our mindfulness. You know, our bodies don't have to be still. But slowing down to a different pace, a different rhythm, allowing ourselves to just kind of be more aware, um, more mindful of what might be going on for us, either physically or internally, our emotional landscape, like Mm -hmm. just making time to bring our awareness to that, to make time to address it or to say like, oh, you know, I got to shift some things or something's got to change or my body isn't feeling as great as it could be right now because maybe there's something that you need to shift or do you need to let go of something that's not serving you anymore? Maybe it's bringing more stress. So, you know, really allowing ourselves to kind of come to a slower pace, have a little more self-reflection. You know, our ancestors, when they lived in the kind of the times where it's here, if they weren't where they were having this deep winter, you know, they wouldn't be out farming. They would either be making, they'd be spinning wool, they'd be preparing for coming spring, repairing tools, you know, there was still work, there'd still be some hunting you'd have to do. But, Mm -hmm. you know, the shorter days, you had more time to kind of work on maybe sewing some, you know, repairing any clothes, doing any embroidery projects you might have if you had a little extra time. Mm -hmm. So it really is just a time to kind of slow down a little bit, maybe a little more time to read. So that's something I love to do the winter when I'm out in my garden going crazy, 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 you know, it's it's (laughs) love a wonderful time to catch up on some reading, maybe do some writing, just being with my thoughts um, and really think about what I want to let go of, what's no longer serving me, what I might be hoping to bring forth in the coming spring. And I think it's wonderful for us to allow ourselves that time to think about what is it we want to put our energy into and kind of the seeds that we want to germinate and nurture to bring forward into our kind of spring, so to speak. Right. I mean, for myself, I I love winter, um, you know, here in New England. Uh, and, you know, I am a New England girl. I've lived other places, but I've always missed the winters. And I think that it's, for me personally, I, I do deep 
deep healing in the winter. It's something that I just sort of go into the proverbial bear cave and and really kind of come out. And I I really love the sort of metaphor. You know, we hold our hopes and dreams for our own lives in this stillness. We metaphorically become sort of pregnant. And much like a gestating mother, you know, we are um, giving birth to the new things within ourselves, you know, regardless of our gender identity. I mean, so stillness is is necessary to bring forth into our external world the sacred magic that we have within us. The dreams that we give birth to in the fertile periods of our life, they require a stillness within to absorb adequate nourishment. If you think of ourselves as a tree or a plant, and it's also, like you said, Brie, a time of inner reflection, a time for soul searching and deep healing. Like I talked about a moment ago, this allows us to really delve into what no longer serves us in order to let it go, like you said, and making space for new growth and what we want to give birth to. I also really view this time of year to kind of being what I call like the sacred dream time. It's a time yeah. where we can kind of have slow down and dream about the things that we want to manifest or bring forward or kind of nurture into being or what we need to change or let go of. You know, here in the north, it's winter, it's dark, it's cold. The earth has really slowed its pace. You know, it's just gone into this deep rest. We're having shorter days and longer nights, which really give us this wonderful opportunity to kind of start dreaming into being the Mm. things that we want to come in the future, like in our, you know, spring that's going to come, which is a chance to really think about what is it we really want? What do we want to nurture? What do we want to let go of? What do we, mm. where do we want to put our energy towards feeding? And it's also, like you said, a wonderful time to do some personal healing or address things in our own life that need to maybe be shift or realigned um, mm-hmm. and kind of do some of our own personal deep inner work. So, you know, I think it's, it's looking at it as this time of, like you saying, like a gestating these ideas and allowing ourselves to dream into being who we want to be and how we want to show up in the world. It's, you know, winter is such a great time to connect with this beautiful winter landscape and notice what changes every day. You know, do we have more snow? Do you have not a snow? Are the birds more active or less active? I'm always intrigued, like when we can see when a storm's coming. Oh, yeah. It's just quiet. Like the seagulls don't show up in my (laughs) house. (laughs) They are like missing in action right before we have a big storm. But right you know, so it's really interesting that I can notice that rhythm a little bit more than I do in the springtime. Yes, I know what you mean. I, I without looking at my weather apps, you know, I compare a couple of them, uh, you know, I'll go outside and it just like, mm, feels like snow is coming. It's just something in the air. And it's, it's like a quietness, right? It's like there's a, a quietness like quiet takes... before the storm. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it really. But there's really also is. something else to it. I don't know what it is that I could feel. It's like, oh, whether I looked at my app or not, I'm like, there's something happening. Yeah, um, you could just see in the light, like the clouds yeah. are changing. It's getting a little darker. Mm-hmm. There's something on the wind that just bringing our attention to how the world speaks to us and how yes. Earth speaks to us. And mm-hmm. then the nature beings are just like, oh, something's coming. And just seeing uh-huh. the animals shifting. Like when we had our last oh, yeah. really big snowstorm, Squirrels were not out. Nope. Barely any birds were out. I mean, mm-hmm. and it got bitter, bitterly cold. And we just oh my got all that weather. I mean, it was really crazy, but it just was interesting to see how different it was than just a, an every other day had been so far this winter and right. seeing how the animals were reacting to yeah, that. Yeah, I was I was witnessing that. I was really noticing. Do they know this cold snap, really cold snap? And up here we had, you know, negative 60 degree with a wind chill and all that. So it was it just, you know, we haven't had that 
kind of stuff in decades. And I was just watching the animals and the birds that they do. They know this is coming. Of course, I journeyed to them and said, hey, I'll, I'll feed you throughout this little snap here. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just it's very curious to me. Did, how do they know? When do they know? Do they feel it like we do in those moments of like, ooh, there's a shift? I think they're just instinctually more in tune, right? They really understand that shift of like, oh, this is a little different. And then it was just really interesting after the storm passed how they were all like, whoop, we're yep. here and it's we're still here, really we're, cold, but we're, we're like hungry. ready for some food. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. they were all at the feeders. And, yep. But it's just been, um, it's a joy when we can slow down yes. and have this you know, kind of stillness, so to speak, to just be mindful and see what's happening in these kind of winter landscapes. And winter looks different depending on where you live. So just bringing your mind to it um, and just noticing that really helps us connect and kind of be in this space of reciprocity with the spirits of nature, the spirits of weather, um, right. and ourselves and really being like we are all so interconnected and it allows us to have that reflection and a time to tap into that. I, I love that because I think that if we watch everything around us, we're able to kind of slow down our rhythm too. And to feel into the weather and feel into the rhythms of all of that and 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 kind of unplug from the rush, 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 because that's just like a treadmill going nowhere, really. I mean, it's just it's just not good for us. Yeah. And that's, you know, that that moment um, of when we're connecting and noticing is where we find the medicine that's available to us in our relationship with nature. That's why being out in nature is healing. We're not so stuck in our head. So, yep. you know, as someone who struggles with anxiety being out in nature and being able to notice and be like, okay, it just gets me off the hamster wheel of whatever might be like running around in my brain and being able to say, <laughs> okay, I'm more in my body. I'm more present. <laughs> okay, hamster, we're going to just exactly. be here. We're just going to take a break. <laughs> we don't need to be going just 600 miles an hour. Come off that wheel for a moment and just breathe <laughs> yes. in the fresh air and listen to the birds. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's just, yeah. you know, it's, and I love those spaces, those moments when we can just really tap in and let go and simply be, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. be embodied, be here be, and be and feel that connection uh, with the natural world around us. And I think yeah. we just get so busy and so chronically distracted by our gadgets and our things and stuff going that we lose sight of that. And I think that's I love that. Feeds some of our dis-ease, right? Right. And I love what you said, chronically distracted. That's such a good word to cover all of that chronically distracted it is it feeds disease it really yeah. does yeah um you know stress is you know the leading cause of all kinds of illness you know it's researched um and so we live in such a culture that's rush rush and it's we're not the only culture i mean japan is probably worse than us but you know it's it's not serving so um i don't know i i think stillness is a great time to really hook into our creative selves yes to slow down our pace allows us time to work on those creative projects we didn't have time before. I know I've done a couple this winter. Um, it's time for ceremony. Like I said, personal growth, inner work, self-reflection, soul searching, all good things. Um, when we allow for stillness, we're also allowing for a time to notice the internal world of ourselves, which is so important when we want to bring forth these new gestations within. Absolutely. I mean, that's really when we get to start planting and nourishing our hopes and dreams for our kind of coming spring, so to mm -hmm. speak. It's our time to feed and nourish and kind of gestate those ideas. So, you know, think about what are you hoping to manifest in the spring? Like, what are creative endeavors you are feeding at this time of rest? Like, are you, I personally, I love doing needlepoint embroidery. It's super relaxing and I, I love doing it. I love painting with watercolors. 
So, you know, whatever you might do to just have that time to create in some way that's your own expression, whether it's your movement or art or something like this is a beautiful time to do those things for yourself, because not only is it helping you to get in touch with your inner landscape and, and be expressive and feed your creative self, but you're also really kind of getting a chance to maybe think about and notice what you are hoping to bring forward um, and what might need to shift in your life. Uh, these are it's a wonderful time to think about what kind of seeds, so to speak, need to be planted or steps taken to help achieve your future goals. And it's just a wonderful time to lay down the foundations for your future plans. It is. It is. So, Pri, what does spirit have to say about the womb of winter? So my helping spirits had this to say. The womb of winter is a liminal time of unlimited potential. It's a space of not only sacred rest, but a time of dreaming into being all the hopes for the future to be birthed in the coming spring. It's a time to let go of what no longer serves you, to feel into what you want to nurture into life within you and outside of you. It's a chance to slow down and in that stillness, find the opportunity to connect with your inner self. A chance to dance with your shadow and embrace your light. It can be a time of play or a time to create. It's the time when nature replenishes itself for the coming spring. It can also be a time of challenge, hardship, solitude, uncertainty, and scarcity. But these teachers have wisdom to share with us when we can approach them with a sense of curiosity instead of fear. This is your time to allow yourself to slow down and dream what you want to manifest in this life into being. Mm, very nice. Thank you, Helping Spirits. Mm, what did your spirits have to say? They said the womb of winter is a sacred time to go into the core of oneself found within. It's a time to reestablish one's flame, to reassess what one has gained in the last year, and to grieve anything that needs letting go of in order to create precious space for the new. The womb of winter is a time to explore the ways in which one feels ready to grow within the coming seasons of plenty. Much like the snow on the ground, the goings-on underneath the surface of one's psyche isn't always obvious to the mind, but that need not be a concern. What is most important during this time is to delve into the inner light, the creative forces, and the inner womb, no matter what gender one affiliates with, in order to bring forth a new layer of authenticity and wonder into the external world as divine timing commands. Life is a cycle of deaths and rebirths. So allow the sacred time to flow through and around, tap into the rhythms alive all around you in the natural world. It is there, beating underneath the seemingly dead stillness. Can you find it and center yourself? What parts of you need to die? Have no fear, this dying part of you you are courageous enough to let go of will be the nourishing soil for what you give birth to in your spring. So our journey prompt for this episode is, go to your helping spirits and ask, please bring me to my sacred place of gestation. Please show me what is ready to give birth to and what I need to do to fertilize what is still germinating. You can find this on our website at shamansafterdark.com. And you also find Brie at treehearthealing.com and myself at threecrowshealing.com with numeral three. There's also links to our personal pages on shamansafterdark.com. Until next time, everyone, keep on shining your light. <laughs> <laughs>